happy birthday to us. Yeah. To fridge magnets, not to us. It's, um, <laughs> top 10th show. <laughs> so, um, we're overreacting. No, I think this is a justified reaction. 10 shows, guys. Four of which, three of which were on the radio. <laughs> 10 radio shows, <laughs> but only three have been um, on the radio. This smells amazing. Should we? Yeah. One, two, three. That was, oh, wow. That's my favorite smell. Yeah, I love One that smell. One of my smell. favorite smells. <laughs> Why is my hand so weird? Um, yummy. Guess who made these? Kathy made these. <laughs> Well, yeah, thank you so much. Shout out to Kathy because wow, are they delicious? So so good. Hey, hello. <laughs> hello. Why do I sound like that? Because that's what you sound like. Oh God, my whole life I just didn't realise that. I'm... Anyway, so happy birthday to us is basically the theme of um, today. And welcome to Fridge Magnets. We are Fridge Magnets. <laughs> We're ecstatic to have you with us. Yeah. For those that don't know, I'm Alex. I'm Rachel. But we'll never not be weird to say. I know, I know. And we are Fridge Magnets. And Fridge Magnets is <laughs> ten um, years today. old. It's not ten years old. No. We've done ten episodes. Ten shows old. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've got a Jam exciting, hat. exciting show ready for you. Rachel's made notes this week. <laughs> I have. No. It's like we've got a baby. No. I feel motherly. No, I don't. Um... <laughs> Okay, we actually do have a really cool show today because we're not just talking about books and TV. No. Which obviously is our thing. So we'll never not talk about books and TV, but yeah, a lot of stuff hit the fan this week. A lot of shit hit the fan. A lot of shit hit the fan. Hit the fan. Right. Coffee time. Woo. Everyone go and get your coffee. Join us. In- and preferably if you can have an RM... No, I was going to say. An article? What's the word I'm thinking of? Don't, don't worry, don't say. worry, don't worry. It's so annoying when people do that. What am I thinking of? What am I thinking of? Don't know. I don't know what you're thinking of. Okay, here we go. Satisfying push. <laughs> so satisfying. Oh, I'm on the almond milk this week. Was oh, yes, the update milk? them. I think I was on the almond milk last week. I'm now no, you weren't. Was I not? Oh, I was going absolutely everywhere. Story of our life. Oh, that smells really good. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue, continue. Yeah, I'm on the almond milk. Fun fact that people who drink plant milk will know, but I'm on. I'm new on the wagon. Um, if you buy it not refrigerated, it's like fifty p cheaper. And anyway, I think that's really exciting. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, because it is slightly painful when you need to go and get milk and 
Is that me? It was. She's not saying it's not me, so it was me. That's okay. Oh, you were just sorry. pouring me coffee, so I think I can allow you to spill it a bit. Well, you just have to sign it and be like, 10th show coffee stain. Yeah, that's um, cute. And, yeah, we've got a little um, off-license on our corner, which is the most convenient and amazing and adorable thing in the world. The guy in there is really nice. Mm. And you can pretty much get everything in there, which is crazy. But soy milk is like one ninety nine, and it's like... But he has got the barista one, and that is a nice treat. Okay. <laughs> For your NRT peeps, that's the... Uh, Lincoln Shopper, so. Oh, I'm gonna miss Need I say anymore? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I put a downer on it. I remember in second year, I was just so happy to be in this, this area. We had a nice postman, we had a nice off-license mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna make Christmas cards for everyone. I'm gonna give Christmas cards to absolutely... Oh, I didn't do it. Should have done. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Should we get started? Yeah. What should we start with? Oh, we've both got we've the same got, yeah, we've, starting point. We've both got the same order. That's interesting. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's really interesting. <laughs> we haven't conferred on our notes, no. which is exciting. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to start with the Golden Globes. Mm. Because that's topical. Um, lots, of, lots of stuff happened with the Golden Globes. So, the Golden Globes, it's obviously it's an awards thing. <laughs> founded in 19 <laughs> but they like they're quite unusual would you say in that they do tv and film all together yeah so they don't have a film and then a, like you know anyway um so i think first off emily in paris has been nominated Yeah, you'll know from previous shows. I mean, you'll know from just being a human being in 2020 that there's contention surrounding that program because people literally kept saying, oh, I just love it because it's so bad. All I need right now in lockdown two is to watch something really, really bad. Yeah. No one was like, I just love it because the script's are really good, the performances are fantastic, you know, like the relationships are really interesting and realistic. No, everyone was like, it's so bad. But I can't stop, you know. I mean, I did stop. I, I did. Like, I'm not giving it any more time. I didn't. Because it's vibey. Sorry, it is. She's really annoying. You've got to get past that, but you're in Paris. Um, so yeah, there's been, uh, there's been quite obvious... There's been... People have been upset about this. Um, I think it's particularly because other projects have been... I don't want to say lost the award, because we, I've written that down to discuss that. Like, the whole terminology around lost an award. Like, no one's... You're not automatically nominated, but snubbed, I would definitely say. Do you know what I mean? So there are some there are some projects that haven't been nominated that perhaps would be more obviously nominated because they were tackling well they were good well written well performed. No one said that they were bad. <laughs> um, and so I read an article. So the article I read where it like lists it was like BBC News or something. 
I like listed everyone who has been nominated, but they have a photo of Bridgerton and said Bridgerton lost out on an award. What the fuck? Sorry, no, they didn't lose out on an award. I think there's an expectation that like, if you're popular, you're going to be nominated. It's sort of like an award is something that should be gained as opposed to something that's lost. Expected. Yeah. It, you don't lose out on an award. You're just really lucky to have an award yeah. nomination. And I think that whole Bridgerton lost out. A, what, why, when, in what world <laughs> would Bridgerton be nominated? Like, Emily and Paris shouldn't have been nominated, so let's not get caught up in why Bridgerton wasn't. And, like, I think there's just this... If it's popular, then it's high quality. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. No. Things that kind of, for two weeks, are really, really... It's all everyone's talking about. They've just instantly been like, that must have been really good. Let's give them a nomination. And also, like, surely we should be expecting everyone to be really good. Like, this is what I don't understand. Like, um, Daisy Edgar-Jones has been nominated for... Um, normal people and I think she was really good but like you should everyone should be really good like surely them having an having been given the job or being cast there's a level that you think everyone's going to be good and then an award is just that like oh my gosh extra wow out of this world unexpected crazy performance but it's not she was really good so she should get an award mm. she should be really good because she was freaking cast in a bbc drama like what why is it a congratulatory thing that you're good in a in a series mm. that mm. should that that should have got you the job and then the award is something more than that <sighs> yeah I, I i almost just feels like if your project is released on netflix just because of the footfall that that has mm. then it's you're going to be nominated <laughs> do you know what i mean mm. like i and this is a disclaimer we the two of us haven't watched everything that was or could have been nominated Mm-mm. um but it's almost like yeah it, it's almost as if it's on netflix and it hits some kind of target in terms of viewers whether the people are actually enjoying it or if they're just being like oh my god this is so shit it's hilarious Mm. as long as they break some kind of record viewer wise or it's all that people talk about for two weeks or they announce a second series three days after the first series is dropped Mm. then you're going to be it just it feels like that's the only thing that this is and that's not that shouldn't be what the awards are about no and I think it is, like, Supernova hasn't been nominated for anything, I don't think. Um, Ammonite. Ammonite hasn't been nominated for anything. I may destroy you. That's gutting. People are angry about that, and I think that's good, because... I'm, you didn't... You started it, but didn't finish it, did you? I did, and it was uncomfortable at times, but it was like... It was amazing. Mm. You know, they had moments when you're laughing, moments when... Anyway, so intelligent, so full of heart and intention as well, I guess. I don't know. And it was... And Michaela Cole hasn't been... And she wrote, created, co-directed and executive produced that show. And there's nothing. There's There's just nothing. Something that I saw loads on Instagram, which really annoyed me, 
was this article in The Guardian that was like, I'm a writer on Emily in Paris. I may destroy you, deserved a Golden Globe. Okay. Yeah. I could tell you that. Why are you... Like, why do we care what you think? Why are you a writer in Emily in Paris mean, oh yeah, no, definitely should. I, I guess it's because... It should. I guess maybe it's because then they're saying like, I would be... I'm would be happy for this nomination but actually I'm like uncomfortable about having this nomination because but we don't deserve it. Yeah. I have, that really annoyed me. Everyone was sharing that and I was like I don't think that's a good thing to be sharing. And they? yeah I mean it's just sort of disheartening because I May Destroy You people were literally saying this is the best thing I've ever seen. Ever. Yeah Emily in Paris the whole point of Emily in Paris is that it's shit. The the communal discourse, the cultural discourse surrounding Emily in Paris was, oh, it's shit, but I love it. And it's been made for an all. And, like, and I may destroy you, you know, people were like, I... <clears throat> it's really shifting preconceptions I had. It's challenging these ideas. It's creating a space for a new type of healing surrounding um, the issues at play. The only thing I would say about I May Destroy You is the Golden Globes is an American thing. I don't know how big I May Destroy You was mm. in America because it was a BBC Three yeah. miniseries. So like, I, I would understand the out, I mean, I understand it anyway, but like, it's not like the TV BAFTAs. She's not lost out on the TV BAFTAs. Like that will be, that's a whole other story, but I don't know if I May Destroy You made any ripples in America. I, it may have done, I don't know, but I think from what I've seen, all the outrage is on, like, from the UK. I, I don't know if, how it did in America, and if it didn't do very well <coughs> in America, it probably wouldn't be nominated for American awards. I think it's maybe just, if there'd been no nomination, <clears throat> Like, it's just the whole... That wasn't the Emily in Paris was. It's yeah. the it's the double whammy of that. And it's really, yeah, it's, it's a real shame. I mean, to be honest, whether I May Destroy You was nominated or not, Emily in Paris should, should not, not have, have been, been nominated. nominated. Like, are you joking? Who decided this? No. But that's the thing, I think, with awards... Like, what does it mean? It's just a popularity contest. Realistically, if you look back... Well, isn't everything? Yeah, but, it's like, especially... Counting. Like, I remember, obviously, we been open about the fact that we want to go into acting um and i remember i always used to be like oh my god if i won an oscar like, uh, it would just be amazing i'm so not interested in an oscar now like i would not just i would not <laughs> turn it down if the universe is listening i would like an oscar but but like yeah, i used you. to be like oh my god that would that's the ultimate goal is to win a win an oscar it's just not anymore because if you look at who wins it's all tactical it's kind of like not always not always like a lot of the time i don't think it is but there are so many instances where it's like yeah you just should not have won for that not even the it's not even the the just the oscars but i remember like you know when you're 15 and you watch the brit, brit awards and stuff and like fair enough if i don't know I, it was just one of those years where like everything went to ed sheeran and i was like mm. Really? Mm. Really? Was that the most interesting music video that was out there? Are we sure about that? But again, popular. Does that, yeah. that mean that it's good? No. Yeah. Like, it really doesn't. And like, I was saying to you, like, there are independent films, probably, that have come out this year, or independent projects which have been 
far more interesting, but because they're not released on Netflix, yeah, they won't hit those records. They won't be, you know, they probably won't even be optioned for second series. Is that what good means now? Oh, 82 million people tuned in, okay? And what did they think? Did exactly. they think it was good or did they think it was bad? It doesn't really care, like, there's no, like, interrogation into what, like, yeah, however many people could tune in, but they could all think it's crap. Yeah. So. Um, and actually Lily Collins has thus, has since responded. She's she? like, yeah, she's like, uh, it's not true that all you ever want is a nomination. We want is a nomination and for people not to know loathe that you got that nomination or something like that so but this is the thing i think people again are not distinguishing between the person and the mm. nomination like of course she's going to be ecstatic like yeah are you joking like if she gets a nomination that's great it's just the fact that she probably shouldn't have got a nomination in the first place yeah that doesn't mean that she should turn down the nomination that doesn't mean that if she wins she should turn down the award it just it's 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 about the Golden Globes, not about the people. It's about know? the unimaginative world that we live in, mm. where numbers mean more than feelings and thoughts. Hyper consumerism. Yes. But yeah. we're getting really smart these days yeah. because we're ten. So oh no, we're we're ten shows in. It's because we're ten. <laughs> Drinking coffee <laughs> and swearing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's 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 that. I'll be interested to see what happens. I'm going to keep an eye on that. Mm. I also now want to go and Google what um, I May Destroy You, how that did in America. Mm. I'm interested about that. Because I do remember, like, normal people. Mm. Everyone was bloody watching that, weren't they? Which... Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I just can't. It's actually... We give our time and we give our energy and we just feel... It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that we should have been nominated for a Golden Globe, okay? <laughs> These look like happy tears. They're not. They're sad tears. What? Very sad tears. It's okay. I mean, why did you have to bring that up Thank right you now? So like, much. Now we just embarrassed ourselves in front yeah. of everyone. That's that's why we have such strong opinions about the Golden Globe nominations is because we were snubbed. Oh, yeah. bloody Lily Collins. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. yeah, it's us. Yeah. Um, um, thank you for giving us that opportunity. Um, should we move on to the next yeah, topical topic? <laughs> so, many of you may have been aware of Zoella over the last 105 years that she's been in YouTube. <laughs> um, she, she's been in the news this week because AQA, the GCSE examining board, dropped her from their syllabus because her website did a review of sex toys. Yeah. So, first of all, it was Zoella Brand that was mm -hmm. kind of included in the, in the media studies, AQA, mm -hmm. GCSE curriculum, tick research, yeah. background information, tick. Um, 
she didn't actually realise that she was ever involved in the curriculum. So she's like, I mean, uh, first of all, I, I, I'm never going to censor my content because the censors that you deem appropriate are really backwards and stuff. But also, I was never to know that it was something that you were using as a teaching tool because I was never made aware of the fact that it was involved in the curriculum so yeah the the post she, she did a post on instagram responding to it um because she found out that she'd been dropped by aqa and that also was the moment she realized that she was ever on that <laughs> board um so it's a gcse board um and they were like because she's got mature content that's not um appropriate for 16 year olds okay Let's just, should we just tell everyone who might be unaware? Mm. It's not just boys, okay? It's not just boys who have feelings. <laughs> I was really looking forward to seeing how you were gonna, how you were gonna maneuver that one. Yeah, female pleasure is a thing, okay? Newsflash. Ding, ding, ding. Doing something about, you know, just that is let's a thing. not pretend, okay? Let's just stop pretending that, like, pleasure in general is to make babies. Yeah. Because that's no. really annoying. And also, I just think, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's just, again, it's just, oh, it's a complete confirmation of the structures that we have just historically found so frustrating do you know what i mean it's like really her one her the zoella website main de demographic is 25 to 35 year olds so if you as an examining board do your research you maybe wouldn't put that on a 16 year old's curriculum equally you are kidding yourself if you think that 16-year-old girls don't have interest or exploration of female Themselves, pleasure, okay? Yeah. Like, let's just address that immediately. I think this is something that we've spoken about lots, is that the syllabus, the curriculum is so old-fashioned. What? So, oh. so what? So we can't discuss sexuality for girls or for people in general um, in that sense, but we can read texts in literature where women are sexually exploited or sexualized. That's okay. You know, Curly's wife is a, is a, I can't remember what word they use, but the imagery of her red fingernails means that she's, you know, we have those messages continually being pumped into us with no problem at all. But a woman owning, like oh it's so annoying and like just the whole conversation in schools around sex and pleasure like i was taught that like it's you have sex to have babies <laughs> i mean in what world do people these days only have sex mm. to have babies like let's just take a minute and also the sort of like uncomfortable talking about it in a lesson like yeah I remember at my school it was like such a thing that we had a male biology teacher teaching us about um, sex and like bodies and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, so? Now I look back 
back on it. I'm like, really? It's just a fact of life. But you also, you never ever get shown a vulva. No. It's always like the ovaries, mm -hmm. which what use is that to me? Do you know what I mean? But I have to label an anatomical image of a penis. Yeah, I remember my um, my biology teacher used to be like, and then we've got so we've got the penis on the male, and we've got ovaries <laughs> in a female. I was like, he actually pretended to be ovaries, <laughs> but when I was like, oh, so what about? Like pleasure and all that stuff. He was like, uh, 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 uh. I know. I remember asking stuff like before, and it's like, why would you ask that? Do you know what I mean? Like, shame, shame, shame stick. Yeah, I remember being in history. We were learning about Jack the Ripper, and not very nice because he was not very nice. Um, but Jack the Ripper's victims were predominantly like prostitutes, sex workers of the time. And I just said, I was like, how were they pregnant all the time? Like, contraception wasn't a thing. They didn't just pop a pill and then go to work. I just asked. I was like, that is important to mm. this discussion, I think. Yeah. Because were they mothers? You know, does that affect whether they had to go on the street um, to, to do that work? Or Anyway. And everyone was like, that's disgusting. And, and actually, the answer was not nice. They actually used pig intestine um, and then... <laughs> so it's not the nicest thing but you've got to ask these questions yeah because and let's not be shame or embarrassed about it like we just have to change the whole conversation about oh it's really uncomfortable to be learning about this sort of stuff no it's not no, no. it's not like no. it's just the fact of life like you are gonna have these feelings you I'm... are gonna want to explore yeah like it's just bizarre and the frustrating thing is at the same t at the same age that predominantly teenage girls um and people are told to be sort of like that's weird don't talk about that you should be ashamed of that they can then go and watch the in-betweeners and see four guys doing disgusting stuff do you know what mm. i mean like it's not like sex in general no it's, it's not female. okay self-pleasure masturbation is not okay in general it's mm. specifically female yeah i remember there was recently there was a program called run the phoebe waller bridge thing oh with uh she wrote it ginger yeah yeah and the opening scene or something was a woman going to masturbate in the um of a train you know that's extreme mm. but it was all over the place it's like oh what is this sort of it's so graphic it's so blah 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 yes please um it's so blah 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 like you just wouldn't if that was a guy i just don't think it would be the same it's just so no. like oh my god this does this happen yes it does and like equally with the zoella thing she was not the website was not like it was literally just reviewing sex toys. Yeah. Like, what is... What? Which is safer than some of the discussions that you have at school. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. In, in school, it's so... And actually, this is really interesting when we're talking about this, because our friends over at Peachy Clean Zine discuss this sort of thing a lot, and they've been... They might... I don't think you can still see it, but it might be on their highlights, I'm not sure but they opened up their submissions to discuss what people's experiences of sex education was like. And it was literally so much of it was like, 
really heteronormative. Mm-hmm. Very, no discussion of consent at all. Um, it was basically just described as a penis getting hard and then... Do you know what I mean? And Which that is so dangerous yeah. because it's like, for boys, we've spoken about this, for boys, you learn that when you want to have sex, ding, yeah. I'm ready. Nothing. I was never taught about what happens to me when I want to no. have sex. Like, it needs to be when two people want to have sex, this happens to the boy and this happens to the girl. Or, because that's not how every relationship is made up. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just so, so... Frustrate. Anyway, so check that out if you want to. If you want to get angry, and and they're doing work to basically tackle mm. the foundations that have made this so well a thing, a whole thing. But also, yeah, just so dangerous the discussions that we have. And and I remember just it was uh, yeah I yeah <clears throat> and, and and as you say you see TV and stuff and people are like oh it's filthy. Phoebe Waller-Bridge um, <laughs> working to Obama or like saying like t- discussing anal and stuff and people are like it's absolutely revolting and I'm like I mean it it's not she's talking about doing anal she's but it's kind of there are like 15 year olds as I say the in-betweeners or like sh- stuff like that like all of those kind of like American movies as well, like Ted and stuff like that. Like that's okay when we have like a teddy bear like putting moves on a. I don't know. I don't know. I just find I, it so frustrating. I also just don't like. I don't see why when we learn it, it's so awkward. Like mm. a teacher explaining it to someone, it's not them being like, "Go on, go and have no. fun." No, it's not like that at all. It's that it's really important that you should know because what to expect what's going on like i remember my this is not about pleasure but my mum bought me a book about puberty i think it was my sister's first and then i had it and it was all about like when you're growing this happens and like i was like oh my god this is so like freeing because it was like you know as girls go through puberty sorry any boys watching you, your boobs grow at different rates and I remember having such a complex and then I read that book and it was like a cartoon drawing of like a massive boob and tiny boob and I was like mine are pretty equal in comparison do you know what I mean yeah. like it's just you I don't think people know that that girls have such like it's so suppressed because yeah. you feel so embarrassed oh my god I um yeah everything it's like it's really weird. It, um, you, you are weird if you had this. And I remember like reaching the subject with friends and like not being able to be like, do you? I remember saying to one of my friends, like, oh, I watched something and and or something or whatever. And they were like, that is honestly disgusting. And it wasn't until I was 18 and I was at a party and this girl was like, yeah, like I also. And I was like, yeah. Ah! uni i remember we were big we were in a rehearsal for a show and a girl was really open about like female like female pleasure Mm -hmm. and her experience of it and i was like oh my god like not in a shame way but Mm. it was just so like oh my god this is talked about like it's so and i was 19 like it's so weird that that's like the first experience we sat in a circle and we'd like talked about everything and it was great I think that they actually say as well, statistically, 
um, those feelings develop faster in a, in a girl oh, as well. So, Why um, do you not talk about it? And the whole, you know, sex education thing. People still are going to do it. Whether you say it's going to hurt or it's horrible or if it's just for a baby, people still do it. But if you taught it well, people would make probably better choices better choices or would enjoy it more or would do it with people that they and like, like to be i don't know anyway i just anyway I think it's very strange very strange that it's such a thing like why is it a thing who cares yeah. like so like having one website on your whole syllabus that talks about sex toys is not aqa telling 16 year old girls to go and buy a sex toy it's but content. you know in Exactly, and, and other content has that, but it's just that we are not sexual, but we're sexualized. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is really normalized. It's like, oh, okay, that's okay, but that's that's not. Mm-hmm. Um, can, anyway. you, can you be sexy without being sexualized as a female? That's an interesting question. I think that's what you guys have been asking about. We're just constantly sexy, you know? Yeah. Um, With our little blanket on our laps. My really bad posture. You haven't got bad posture. I've got bad posture. No, I just keep doing this. I'd be about eight foot if I stood up tall. If I stood up tall. Stall. Mm. Um, anyway, any people who, like, have things they want to say about, um, like, the female pleasure and stuff and, like, their experiences of what they went through like message us because i'd be really interested yeah. to hear about your reaction to the mm. zoella thing or an experience of what you were taught like were you taught about female pleasure at school i'd be really interested to know so. we got a little bit of passion there we did i'm not going to apologize though no that's what you're here for really <laughs> isn't it um can i just say it does not feel like a saturday i feel like no. it's five o'clock on a monday uh yeah but it's, it's horrible outside it's grey and wet and it's quite it's quite like this sort of day where I feel like we should be watching Harry Potter or something I was just going to say that mm, maybe later <sighs> we're going to go on to the next thing that we're also going to get quite impassioned about can you just check the time see how long we've been going 45 minutes that's, less than 45 that's crazy like 40 minutes that's crazy it's gone by so fast that's because we're so eloquent You I'd be it. eight foot if I stood up stall. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop laughing like that as well. Because, like, <laughs> well, my laugh is, my that's just sort of collapse into myself. Sexy nice. or sexualized? <laughs> <laughs> okay, another topical thing. See, aren't you enjoying this? We I are. <laughs> uh, Carrie Mulligan. Promising young woman. Variety. Margot Robbie. Um, review. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know if anyone knows about what's happened, but I'm sure you do. Carrie Mulligan is starring in this new film called Promising Young Woman. I have a little synopsis for you. It's basically a fantasy, a revenge fantasy thriller black comedy. Cool. And it's about, it's it follows this girl on the brink of 30 and she kind of, she's, she dropped out of school and working at a cafe I think and basically of an evening she pretends to get drunk and goes to bars and lures men into thinking that she's you know blackout yeah drunk and then just as they're about to take advantage of her she shows her sobriety Mm. and kind of gives them this 
warning and um, kind of shames them for their disgusting behaviour. So it's just the, the so there was a review in Variety written by um 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 Dennis Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> and he basically goes on this long he he talks about the film and he talks about how it's really it's it's a very interesting dynamic and then we get to the penultimate paragraph and he describes the character I think she's called Cassie. Um, who Mulligan plays, um, she is described as a many-layered femme fatale. He then goes on to say that Carrie Mulligan is not the most obvious choice and that the producer, which is Margot Robbie, would have been a more obvious choice. So I... This is very interesting. I find this very interesting because there was also... There was, a, there was an article in The Telegraph that was responding to this, basically being classic and saying it's a visual form film is a visual art form so if you think looks don't come into it that's you're being naive but all i can see is that the reason margot robbie would have been a more obvious choice is that she's blonde and she's she's in the past played characters that are sexy and Carrie Mulligan hasn't. Which, why does that matter? What is the point in acting if we play obvious? Do you know what I mean? Why is that a thing? So it's I, not an obvious yeah. choice. Well, I'm an actor. So he go, he says that the, the blonde wig looks like bad drag and that um, even the sort of ca the, the characteristics that she embodies f feel pretend. My... So my problem is that I, he didn't, to me, it's about look. It's not about, I, I couldn't really find anywhere in the review that where he really delved into her performance. If it was a case of the character seems a bit stunted, Carrie Mulligan feels a bit awkward in it, you know, the producer Margot Robbie, who's done characters like this before, maybe would have settled into it a bit better. But it was nothing about her performance. Mm -hmm. It was all visual. And as the uh, the other article said, film is a visual form. And I do think looks do come into it. Like they do come into it more than they should, but they do. Um, and yes, Carrie Mulligan has typically played very. But then, what has she typically played? I think Carrie Mulligan is a very underrated actress. Mm. She is a chameleon. Like she plays so many different characters maybe this was stepping into slightly <coughs> unexplored territory by her but that's surely that should be a good thing but that's what actors do yeah how what would be the point in actors if we just play ourselves oh it's another period drama should we get carrie in oh it's another like you do have people that have typecasts and they have certain things that are there think kira knightley you mm. know typically plays the lead in a period drama but she, she also doesn't hugh grant was the bumbling idiot for years and then he wasn't um colin firth was mr darcy for literally so much of his career and now he's not do you know what i mean yeah. like why is we're actors yeah 
what's the point if I'm just like, oh, it's a school teacher. Well, I'm the only actor um, that it, that has played school teachers before, so I'm the obvious choice for that. Mm. What? And that's the thing that's really annoying about that review is that if he'd approached, if if his criticism was her performance, then it would have been like, you just, it's a review. Like, if you don't like it, you've got to take it. But it was nothing about her performance. It was about the way she looked. From what I could yeah. I did not see anything so, that was talking about whether she performed well. Everyone else that he speaks about, he speaks about their performance, <sighs> but she, he, he focuses on her. And maybe, I haven't seen the film because it's not out yet, but potentially the film, you know, is very based on what, like, she lures people because of the way she looks and the way she presents herself. So there may be an element that's important, but if your criticism is with the way she looks, there's no need to bring in another actress. No. If your criticism is the way she performed, then I don't think there's any... Like, people do yeah. that all the time. It's like, oh, I would have... Like, Margot Robbie's involved in the film, and he says, I can I can believe that it was in, the role was intended for her before she decided not to do it. Maybe that's true. But I just think... Who cares? And... She didn't play it, so she didn't no, no, exactly. If we did that for every character, like the, an actor plays a character, there are about twenty other people that could have played the character, but they didn't. Do you know? I don't understand. And and Mulligan has actually responded since, being like, I feel like it's important that reviews are constructive. Not reviews are constructive because the film is finished. But if you've got something bad to say, if you didn't like something. I can't change whether I was cast or how I look. It's such a shallow thing to reduce this entire project to, especially this project, which does tackle people's preconceptions and, 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 and stuff like that. And actually, if we are looking at predators um, and discussing that sort of thing, it isn't, the, the predators don't, uh, it's not about how you look. It's a power thing, or it's uh Do you know what I mean? I. Mm. If, but I think that that in itself is dangerous as well because then it plays into that whole like, what were you wearing? Um, and what were you? It's not about how that person looks. I mean, we haven't seen the film, but. Oh, it's just like, this is not the film to do that. And I think, as you say, bringing in another actress, it's just kind of like, what? So there were, what, four actresses in Hollywood that exist? Mm. So, oh, it's Margot Robbie, Natalie Portman, or whatever. No, mm. that's not. And Carrie Mulligan, she's not, she, Carrie, she's, she's not a nobody. She's not untalented. It's like, she is Carrie Mulligan. Mm. Just because Margot Robbie is like one of the five top, mm. you know, no, you could say, are we only allowed for actresses to do every project? I don't know, confusing. Mm. Yeah, I think obviously it's difficult to comment having not seen the film because it isn't out yet, but from the review, you just don't need to, you don't need to focus on the way she looks. Because ultimately, if you're preoccupied with the way she looks, maybe her performance isn't doing it for you, and then comment on that. Mm -hmm. But it was just, it didn't go any further than the way she looked. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think to a certain extent, I do agree that, you know, 
you've got to expect it like you are partly cast on the way you look like sorry mm -hmm. it might be it sucks but you are like particularly now I, I think the beauty of actresses and actors are is way more important because you do have to like do photo shoots and promo shoots mm. and like have, it's more than just turning up to set and acting now which is a shame but I just think it's like it's just unnecessary and like he basically as Carrie Mulligan said like he basically was kind of saying she wasn't hot enough yeah. to do it and that's weird like that's weird like as I say maybe maybe the character does use her looks that happen like there are characters out there that like they that's part of what they do they use they're aware of what they've got so they use it but like even so she i mean i the thing that i that baffles me is like carrie mulligan is not like a weird looking person no. she's not <laughs> like an alternative beautiful like she is quite aesthetically pleasing do you know what i mean Beautiful. So i don't yeah. think and talented i just i just don't get it no i think so she can't play it she can't yeah I don't know. if you don't find it offensive you find it confusing yeah i think mm. like initially i was like what the hell why is that even a thing that you would say do you know what I mean? We're actors. They're actors. If you're suggesting that there's, as I've already said it, but if you're suggesting that there's only three actors in the world that just keep doing stuff, like we obviously discussed the casting of where the crawdads sing, mm. and we weren't particularly mm. happy with that. But like, that was pre. That was a response to the casting. We haven't seen her performance yet, so we might be like, whoa. Mm. Wow, and we weren't like, oh, and this person would be a more obvious choice. Because no, at the end of the day, she's an actor. That's the thing. It's like if you'd said, oh, Carrie Mulligan didn't really do it for me. Yeah, that's fine. Exactly. That's, but, you, but by bringing someone else into it, you're then making a very bizarre comment that yeah. is so unnecessary. Maybe you should be a casting director, not a reviewer. God, this is your job. Surely you know better. Anyway, I think you know it's a review like take it or leave it i think yeah. to me half like it was baffling at how like intense the reaction was like it ultimately like pe reviewers do say shit like <laughs> but if it is going to be so intense i think the comment is like why why mm -hmm. don't understand yeah but anyway there you go three impassioned subjects for you on a saturday morning while you're drinking your coffee um, the caffeine shakes are starting to kick in as well, yeah. which is maybe why we got so. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, word of the week. Has anyone used tendentious? Tendentious? Yeah. Have you used it? No. I can't say I have either. It might be it's a quite a difficult one to use. Yeah. Although I'm... I did read it. In the, I read it. That's cool when that happens. Tremulous was the first word I put on my word wall because I was like, that is so... Oh, I think I heard Pandora use it in Hilo, in the Hilo. Yeah, they used it. And then it's, it since has cropped up in um, Many lots of literature that I've read mm. and engaged with. Um, 
so my word of the week is Sinjin. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watch. Um, I'm reading Jane Eyre, and I don't remember past um, the failed wedding. Yeah, uh, at all. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I don't remember any of this. And I was like, Mr. St. John Rivers. That's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? And I was like, it's Sinjin. Yeah, I mean, I... Sinjin, isn't it? I remember... I, like, I love Jane Eyre, and I have watched loads of adaptations. So I know it. And then I read it for the first time, like, six years ago. And I still read it as St. John. And then I was like, where's Sinjin? And my sister was like, you're there. Like, there. <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah. But that's not the word of the week. But just in case anyone also didn't realise, St. John is St. John. Can't imagine that being my name. Little baby St. John. Oh, don't even get me started, Phoebe. Go away. No. Ooh. No. 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 Maybe we'll bring... You haven't even read Jane Eyre, okay? So let's be shushing. Maybe we'll have to bring you on and you guys can bow it out. <laughs> no, I'm not battling with her until she's read it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, fair. Fair, fair, fair. But the word of the week is obdurate. Obdurate. Uh, obdurate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, we're never going to get a golden globe now, are we? I'm so sorry. You can't tear, us, tear each other apart from the insides. Um, which means stubbornly refusing to change one's opinion or course of action. Rachel. Yeah. Maybe you should read yeah. that one. Try to use that. Look in the mirror for once. Mm. That is my mirror. <sighs> That's the word. <laughs> anyway. Um, what time is it? We have five minutes. Six minutes. Seven minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> Let's... We're going to be here all day for the rest of your lives. You're all locked in. Um... Oh, let's talk about some stuff that's been keeping us busy this week. Let me go and grab mine. I mean, I say busy, I've done it once, but... Oh. <laughs> Speaking of female pleasure... <laughs> oh, yeah. My Eddie Redmayne colouring book. Oh, the postman's here. Oh, and he's where's... going to come and knock on the door. No, he's not. Hi. Where's the other postman? I, know, I haven't seen him for weeks. So Maybe he's like, oh, Alexander Gower. Do you recommend colouring book? Uh, can we just appreciate the shading? Thank you very much, Ashton, for helping me with that. He's got a bit of a blush situation going on. Um, with the hair as well. No hair is one colour, so he's got different tones of ginger. No, he's not technically ginger, but different red tones going on. Um, there's different... <laughs> Poses. There's one. There's, there's one with him and an Oscar. Well, you draw the Oscar, but there's him as a cowboy. <laughs> Isn't he lovely? Yes, yes, yes. I saw does. him at an airport. No, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I did. He was so cute. He had like a little case, <laughs> like a trunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one of those suitcases. That's terrifying. No, it's not. That is terrifying. No, it's not. <laughs> Fantastic performance, by the way. Yeah. He is so talented, which is, is why I fancy him. Um, 
Harry Styles cut out. You've all seen it. Unfortunately, he couldn't be with us today. Yeah. Oh, bum. Bum. Should have had him stood in the back. What do you mean? No, he's busy, so he can't. Oh yeah, no, he's you know eating watermelon or something. He can't. Good one. He can't. (laughs) (laughs) He can't. He's got a busy schedule, so we're still trying to get that for you. Like he really wants to be here. It was actually interesting that he said no because he's taking me out later. <laughs> yeah, but he's busy now. Okay. <laughs> what else has been keeping us busy? Married at First Sight Australia. Woo! Okay, so I watched the highlights on YouTube like two years ago and it was just amazing. And now it's on Channel 4. Joy to the world. It's a better place. It is. It is. Sorry, I can't socialise. So watching people at a dinner party shouting at each other is so exciting. And the affair's just starting, so anyone... You say that every week. There were two affairs. We've had one. The next one's starting, okay? God. The Um, the frustrating thing is that more and more people are also watching it. mm -hmm. I thought it was just Rachel who was kind of... No. Weird. But it's actually... You're weird for not watching it. And that's a weirdness that I'm willing to take. You haven't even seen it. You haven't even <laughs> seen it. I just love that you're like... <laughs> Alright, fuck it, I'll just go, shall I? Sorry. It was just a... That's a weirdness that I'm gonna... <laughs> love the hair. You look like the, the woman from Cool Major. <gasps> Merci! You know the one I'm talking about? Audrey Fleur. Yeah. Merci. Original OG fans of show number Uno will remember Call My Agent. So, it's such a vibe. Mm. Paris made by Parisians. Yes. Yes. There's no shots of the Eiffel Tower, for one. Yeah. There's no... Croissant eating, you know. Zuzelo. None of that. The customer's always right. Oh, she's so annoying. Anyway. Not going back into that, but the little hedgehog guy. He's not a hedgehog. (laughs) I feel like I'm just selling this to you. He's so one of the agents. I don't actually know what his name is. Um, Andre. No. Hervé. No. That's his assistant. Yeah. Hervé. Hervé. Anyone who's watched um, Barbie, Princess, and the Pauper will remember that the the horse is called Hervé. Um, you're welcome for that fun fact of the day. Sorry, I'm still like... <laughs> um, what else? Oh, we went to the merchants again. And I realised, writing that down, that we have stopped calling it Bernard's. I know. And we said we were always going to call it Bernard's. But it is actually called Merchants. It's actually called... If we're going to recommend it to people, I feel like we shouldn't call it Bernard's because then no one will know where to go. Uh, also, recommendation for you. Coming at ya. Um, if you go to merchants, it's by the mischief um on that bridge if you go down that path where all the colorful houses are there's like a river walk which so i've been in norwich for two year two and a half years and i only realized that that was a thing when i went for a walk with Elle last Mm. week and it takes you through to the cathedral so it's it's just like beautiful and like there are snowdrops out and i feel like there'll be more there'll be like daffodils stuff and it was a really lovely day on thursday yeah um so 
when there's some blue sky, my Norwich people mm. get going to. You can get like they uh, merchants doing takeaway coffee and takeaway cake. Um, I recommend the Biscoff cake, like as big as my head, which is quite big. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> had a whole Biscoff biscuit on the top, which is just amazing. You had a flapjack, didn't you? Flapjack, really good. Um, and yeah, basically go and treat yourself to a coffee and walk <gasps> down the river. It's sad how excited we get. By it's coffee. not sad. N or two people, Cobblers is open again. Woo! It looks so nice. Went on a run last night and I went that way just to kind of scope it. <laughs> just dropping that just in. Went on a little, yeah, <laughs> little run. Um, and I went that way especially to see what it looks like. And it's just so. I've actually only had Cobblers once and it's when you brought it home for me. I could have, we should have done that. Oh, damn it. I could have gone and brought, brought to you mockers and brought them home. But mm. oh well. Um, they're now open again. Hey, Alina! Um, hello. <laughs> hello, Alina. We're actually drawing to a close in a few minutes, but um, thank you for joining us. We're just saying that Cobblers is now open again. I'm so excited. He's lovely. No. Mr. Loverman Shubba. That's really getting Mr. annoying. Mr. Loverman Shubba. No. No? No. But he makes great coffee, so I wouldn't say no. That means that it's, you know, <laughs> that's love. All yeah. That's all you need, yeah. It is. Who cares about conversation? Can you make a mocha? Yeah. I actually agree, so I'll take that. <laughs> um, can I get coffee in a minute? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wonder if we can tag cobblers and that you can... <laughs> Unfortunately, we've come to the end of our. Just really, I very much enjoyed this. Just gone really quickly, yeah. We are just getting all those topics at you. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. You can watch it obviously from the beginning, not live. Um, it's nice to feel wanted, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to this. This is nice. That was very flea baggy. Thank you, thank you so much. I'll never say that to you again because <laughs> your head will just go. The hair. So I did one of those dressing gown tie situations when I went to bed, which was hilarious because I woke up at seven o'clock and it was like <laughs> look like Princess Leia, but she's been out on the lash a little bit too um, too long. Uh, and it does make my head bigger than usual. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't know. I've got fishing. Said. Yeah, that's. How you fish for I just, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Let's round up. Golden Globes. Um, Zoella. Brand. Kerry Mulligan. Merchants. Harry Styles. River. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne. Thank you. Thank you so much. So why, when I say it, do you not... Anyway. You didn't say it. You well, never say nice things to did me. Did I not just say your hair looks like... The, you look like the girl from Call Me By Ray? So eloquent. Just just skip back to when we said that we were so eloquent. Yeah, I mixed call me by your name and call my agent together. (laughs) Call me me by your agent. (laughs) Anyway. Hamilton. No. No. I was trying to do a thing, but it didn't work. Um, Harry Styles will be with us potentially next week if we can clear his schedule a bit and get him um, to be alive. 
not just a cardboard cutout. Um, I'm sorry. Um, oh, what are we doing um, tonight? We're watching Man Up. Oh, okay. It's like, I don't know. <sighs> Bloody hell. So what, we're robbing a bank. Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to watch Man Up. So Which is can... one of our favourite films. Yeah. Underrated films. So Very underrated. good. Maybe we'll post about it. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. We can also do like Valen Valentine. Happy Valentine's Day. What's that from? Friends. It's oh. all good. <laughs> is that Janice? Yeah. Okay. That's, she's my spirit animal. Um... Yeah, we'll do a roundup. I was also thinking, how would everyone feel potentially about us making a Spotify playlist, but a oh. fridge magnets one that you can follow? <laughs> There'll be no new music on there. We'll do our thing of recommending stuff that's already like really, really famous. We'll be like, have you heard of Just Dance by David Bowie? Have you heard of it? <laughs> you know, I mean, um, Maybe some people haven't. Anyway. So, yeah, let us know if you want a playlist. We'll probably make it anyway. Yeah, we'll do it anyway. Because <laughs> we, we don't get much interaction. We've had a lot of interaction today. <gasps> okay. Um, I've been, I've, my hair looks amazing, apparently, so. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> that was weird. Ah, okay. We only need one person to say yes and we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so I don't have Spotify, so I'll have zero control over it. No, um, that's not true. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll do that. Mm. We'll also do a roundup post. We'll also, do you know what I was thinking? What were you thinking? Putting the feelers out there. Maybe one fridge, now that we're teenage, we're in our teenage years yeah. of fridge magnets. <gasps> Yes. We could do like fridge magnets, but like in the evening with a glass of wine. Okay. Play some music. That see what happens. Maybe one week. Yeah, maybe we. I think our yeah podcast is podcast radio show is older enough now to start binge drinking. Yeah, I, that's maybe it's gonna start getting it. some acne, greasy hair, braces. Bo. <laughs> we're really selling it to you guys, yeah. aren't we? We're just hit, we're hitting puberty, guys. So. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a glass of wine to see us through. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for joining. We always take 400 years. Yeah, I'm sorry. This, I'm so, so sorry. Thank you for joining. We've enjoyed it. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, that is actually it. I have nothing else to say. So, uh, Shall I play a, um, a song so that we can end it less awkwardly? Yeah, go on then. What should I play? Well, you kind of need to pick quickly, otherwise it will be awkward, not, oh. you know, won't it? Okay. Oh. No, okay, that's too much pressure. Okay, bye. Well, maybe we'll sing you something. <laughs> okay, one, two, a one, two, three, and... <laughs> no! Ooh! <laughs> wow! Also, You've changed! You're daring! You're different in the woods. Oh my god, I look so goofy. Anyway. <laughs> oh no. Went over I look like Bugs Bunny. I need to um, not look at myself anymore. So thank you so much for joining. We hope you enjoyed because we certainly did. Au revoir and good night. <laughs>